Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life from music, career, family, relationships, and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Well, we're not afraid to have those conversations right here. Join me as we spill tea on every conversation you ever thought about, dreamed about, or whispered about. Hey, y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. Welcome back to our continuing conversation with me and my daughter, Kalora. As a Black woman, I've always felt immense pride in my identity. It is no wonder why I'd want nothing more than to have the same conversation with my daughter. It was our first step towards exploring together how makeup trends for women of color have changed over time and what that means for her generation. For part two of our conversation, we'll be diving into exactly why now is such an exciting time to embrace all shades and textures of beauty, our favorite makeup brands, and what that journey has looked like over the years. So grab your cup of tea, pull up a seat, and get comfy because the tea is definitely hot. So makeup-wise, what are you using now? Oh, okay. Makeup-wise, I like using... I know a lot of people like using beauty blenders to blend out their makeup, but I never liked that. I like just like regular makeup brushes and everything. I feel like that makes everything even. And then for a product... Hold on. Let me go see what it's called because... It's the product that you gave me, I think. Oh, yeah, you bought this for me. The Milani Make It Last. The setting spray. This is really nice. It doesn't leave. You know, sometimes when you wear makeup and then, like, you put on a sweater or something and your makeup kind of stings it. It doesn't have that effect, at least for me. And then I like the Clinique. This is the concealer. I don't really use foundation like that anymore but I like it it's lightweight and yeah I like it I don't also, like I'm trying to get into eyeliner mm. you know that was eyeliner. my first makeup <laughs> eyeliner <laughs> what kind of eyeliner was that Lord, I can't find it it's the Maybelline mm-hmm mm-hmm so, yeah. Eyeliner was my first introduction to makeup. Isn't that funny? You were just eyeliner with no, like, foundation or nothing? Just, just had eyeliner on? Just eyeliner and lip gloss. Because I will tell you, growing up for me, for real, in a small town, we didn't have actual beauty stores, and we still don't. So the only place you could get like makeup from was your local drugstore, your Rite Aid, your Walgreens and CVSs, or you went to the Walmart <laughs> and, or I think back in the day before they had belts, they had leggings here. So those were your only places to get makeup. And my mom was not taking me in leggings or belts to get no makeup. So if you didn't find your shade in the Walgreens and the CVS and the Walmart, then you, you, that was it. That was your choices. And I can remember going into those stores and literally seeing not one shade meant for me or any women of color. So 
you really had to choose, you know, get some eyeliner, some mascara and some good lip gloss and call it a day. That's so interesting because I remember my first introduction into makeup and everything was not lip gloss. Well, I guess lip gloss and lipstick. Remember you got me and it was like one side was red and the other side was pink. And sometimes I would sneak and I would use your <laughs> your powders and everything and I would try to do my makeup and it never was right. <laughs> And then I would put on lipstick, and then that was me doing my makeup. And then I didn't really, first time that I actually, like, did actual makeup was freshman year. You took, I think that summer, you took me to Ulta or Sephora. I can't remember it which was one. Ulta. It was Ulta. Yeah. And I had my shade matched, and I got my first foundation. It was pure or per and yeah I've had I still have it I don't have it with me here but I have it you know at my house but I still have it and I still use it you know if I need it down there but yeah how was that experience like because I remember growing up for me though my mom was totally against makeup and I remember when I was 13 when I first put on lipstick and she saw me she was like, you're too young to wear makeup. <laughs> and it was just lipstick. And they talked a lot about how makeup makes you look old and it ages your skin, which I saw no proof of this, you know, but I don't remember any of my aunts really, other than one of my aunts that actually wore like foundational makeup. My mom doesn't wear makeup like that. Every blue moon, she might put a little bit on. But it was this whole conception of if you wear makeup, you're going to age and look older before your time. So no one really showed me or taught me how to apply makeup or what you should look for when you're trying to purchase the makeup. So that was one of the reasons why I felt like when you showed an interest, like I wanted to take you and let you get a matching foundation, have an experience that I didn't have, but what was it like for you? Having like going to Ulta and like experiencing makeup for the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, well, first I want to say in the black community, you know, the topic of makeup and like aging and like what is age appropriate is so interesting to me because, you know, something you think it's innocent, well, at least I do, it's innocent for, you know, a 14-year-old to want to, like, put on lipstick or something, and, you know, that makes you feel good and makes you feel pretty and everything, but then, like, a lot of older women see that as you being too grown and you, you know, and then I know just the color red, I found that out and I was like, wow, you know, just the color grade is seen as like too grown for young black women to wear, you know, red, you know, polish, fingernails, red lipstick, you know. But mm. for my experience with makeup, I remember when I told you at the age of like, I must have been like, what, nine, ten? And I was watching Dance Moms and the showgirls had, you know, they had to wear makeup 
for dancing and everything. And I didn't dance, obviously, but I wanted to wear makeup just like they did. And I asked you, <laughs> I asked you, can I wear makeup? And you looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> you were like, no, you're too young. And at the time, I was like, well, these girls are wearing makeup and they look good and they're, you know, and it's not really seen as like, oh, they're grown or anything because it's dance makeup. It's, you know, for show. But I remember I was like, finally, when you took me to go to Ultra and I got to match my shade and everything, I remember it was maybe Christmas when I got my first palette, like eyeshadow palette, or maybe my birthday, I don't know. But I remember I was so excited to, you know, explore and try new, you know, eye looks and everything. And I don't know, I just remember being very excited and, you know, makeup for me is something that I love doing, but it's like there's so many different makeup looks. It's a way to express yourself. And I wish that some people saw it as that and not just, oh, you know, you look ugly, so you're put, trying to put on a bunch of makeup, this, that, and a third. And it's like, no, it can be an art form, too. It doesn't have to be anything to look down on another person for. So, yeah. yeah. I will tell you, though, because growing up that way, I still sometimes have experiences when I put on makeup where I feel like oh I wonder if someone's going to say something because I have on makeup yeah and I I feel that way too sometimes but the thing is that most people don't say anything unless like they they usually hating <laughs> they don't they don't say much unless they have to, you know, say something hurtful or have an insult. Most people, when they like something, they don't really say like, oh, it looks good. Unless they like actually, you know, mm-hmm. want to like want you to know it. But I realize that sometimes not hearing anybody say anything is a good thing. You know, it's a good thing if you have your makeup on and you feel like you look cute and no one says anything that doesn't mean that they think it's ugly or it looks bad. It's just maybe they thought it looked good and they just didn't know how to say it or approach you. So that's mm-hmm. the way I see it. Yeah, I agree with that. I've, I've seen lots of women out and I, in my head, I'm like, Ooh, that looks good. Or I wonder what she's wearing or, you know, like, I wonder what type of lipstick that is. I love that color, but I don't go approach them because sometimes, like you say, I don't want to come off weird or, you know, because it it can be a little awkward. You don't want to just like, hey, lady, (laughs) (laughs) which I would do. (laughs) I would do that, but I try to refrain from being like too weird or, you know. Any other products or anything else that you use or have heard about that maybe you're thinking about using or seeing how it goes? That Mario brand that you talked about is definitely on my list. I've been hearing a lot of praise about it. So I'm definitely going to have to try that. But I don't know. I've been seeing more like people talking about this certain mascara 
Mm-hmm. I don't know who's spy, but they're talking about how it lifts up the eye and like it elongates your lashes. And I really want to try that. But besides that, I haven't really been as interested and in like on up to date with makeup and skincare as, you know, I normally am. Because my For You page has been taken over <laughs> by books now <laughs> and like <laughs> book recommendations. But I'm still, you know, heavily into skincare. If anyone out there wants to, you know, give any advice. I love the fact that over the years, since I've been a kid, to see how wellness has changed. Wellness for your skin has changed and how you look at that is so different now. So where there was limited availability for having good skincare products from your face wash to your toners, to your moisturizers, to the makeup brands that you choose. For me, that was very limited access. And to now see how that has evolved and changed and grown, how there's more products being made and continuously, you know, developed for melanated skin. Like the fact that we have our own sunscreen, like, you know, that is like, to me, like super huge and like, okay, this is really something just for, you know, just for us, but it's, it's becoming more and more, you know, I think we talked about it, how when Fenty came out and they introduced like 50 plus shades because yes, yeah, we are, you know, as melanated people, there are tons of different shades of us, you know, and having products now that are catering more to saying, yes, we are part of the makeup industry. And then having the confidence to say that I can wear makeup and be proud of it. Like you said earlier, you know, makeup can be art, but the whole point is to make you feel good about who you are and to show up in every space that you want and create space to just be yourself. And the fact that these companies and these places are now seeing us as part of, you know, the buying, you know, seeing our buying power and seeing what we want more of, it's like, okay, we're on board now. We're going to make sure that, you know, we create products that are exclusive to everyone. Yes. And... I won't say to add on to your um, comment about Rihanna and her making 50 plus shades and which is inclusive to black people. And, you know, we come in all different shades and everything. And I will say, like you said before, it was limited shades and most of the time they couldn't get the browns right. It would be very gray or just look orange there's a lot of factors that go into skin tone, their complexion and everything. And I think that's something that Rihanna got down pack and a lot of people were trying to emulate that. And some people have done right, but there's still some brands that need to go a long way (laughs) with foundations and everything. And, you know, it's 2023. We should be able to go to Sephora or even go to, Walmart and see different shades of us and find a shade, even if it doesn't, it's not perfectly our shade, but it's still somewhat close. I agree. 
Well, Kalor, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to chat with me. But <clears throat> just in case people want to connect with you, tell them where they can find you on your TikTok. Oh, okay. My TikTok is it's to number two Kalorox. Find me on there. I be reposting a lot of stuff. I love reposting stuff, but I haven't really been post. I don't post on TikTok. Say your TikTok again. It's Earth, the number two, and then Calorox. <laughs> you want me to spell it out? Yes. Okay. So I got to see how it's okay. K A L O R X. Earth to Colorado. And yeah, I'll be reposting stuff on TikTok. I don't, you know, actually post my own content, but I love being on there. All right, sharing and connecting. So if anybody got some tips, they'll send them to you and you can connect with them that way. All right, you guys. Well, that is all the juicy tea that we have to spill today. But if you have not yet connected with me, you know where to find me. You can find me on Instagram at Makita Smith. And I will see you next Tuesday for some more delicious hot tea. Until next time, namaste. Namaste. Namaste.